Hello, my name is Rark Brackage. I'm going to read you a story today called Mrs. Schuster and the Porcupine, written by Jane Wodening. It appears in the book The Lady Orangutan and Other Stories. There was an old woman that lived up Travis in a little log cabin all by herself, Mrs. Schuster. Her husband had died in a cave-in, and she got a little money, enough to go on living in the cabin. She chopped her own wood and hauled her own water, and once in a while someone would come and visit, but not very often. An evening after supper, she was at the creek getting a couple buckets of water to wash up with. It was in the fall. She always left the door open a bit, so she wouldn't have to put the buckets down to open it, because the knob was difficult and it took two hands to open. So she got back, it couldn't have been more than five or ten minutes, and pushed open the door, and there was a porcupine on the table, eating up the rest of her supper. Well, Mrs. Schuster went into quite a tizzy trying to shoo that porcupine out of there, but porcupines don't normally shoo very easily. They have their defenses so well set up that they don't think to run away when someone comes up to them. They rather tend to want to get in a corner, curl up, and let whoever it is take a bite of quills if they want to. Mrs. Schuster got the porcupine off the table all right, but then he went under the bed, and poke as she would with that broom, she couldn't get him to budge out of there. So she left the door open then lit her lamp, as it was now dark, and went to wash her dishes on the other end of the cabin. It was, as I say, a little cabin, one room, a table in the middle, a bed and a stove at either end, so she couldn't go very far away from the bed without leaving the cabin. But she did up her dishes and banked the fire in the stove, and went out to the outhouse, and came back, looked under the bed, but the porcupine hadn't budged. She poked at him again with the broom, but he didn't even wiggle. She stood a while by the stove and wondered what to do. There seemed to be nothing else she could do. So she carefully got into bed, left the door open, and tried to sleep. Mrs. Schuster didn't sleep well that night, and in the morning she got out of bed very carefully, as soon as it was light. And the first thing she did was look under the bed, by golly, that porcupine was still there. She brought in some wood and fixed herself breakfast all the time, leaving the door open, though the sky was clouding up and it was pretty cold. When she'd eaten most of her breakfast, she noticed that it was probably going to snow, so she went to stack some wood she'd cut the day before, and when she got back in the cabin, there was the porcupine on the table again. He'd finished her pancakes and had spilled the salt shaker and was licking up the salt he'd spilled. He looked at her briefly and then went back to licking the salt. She realized with a start that she was glad to see that he was still there and making himself comfortable. She left the door open, though, because he was a wild creature after all. Cleaned off the griddle, set the fire, and sat down to knit a while on a sweater she was making for herself. Pretty soon the porcupine skillfully climbed down the table leg and trundled under the bed again, and some time later she saw that it was snowing and she closed the door. 
By the next day, he was eating out of her hand everything she ate except for meat, though he did like to gnaw on bones. She could scratch him on the face in a few days, and it wasn't too long till he climbed into her lap. He'd go out of the house twice a day, usually, and often would rummage in the woodpile, but soon he'd be back in the cabin again. He never hurt her with his quills, keeping them tightly attached, and she learned she could stroke his back and rub his tummy. He stayed with her all that winter and into the spring, but in June when the flowers were blooming, he wandered off, and she never saw him again. She often said afterwards that it was the happiest time in her life since her and Mr. Spencer's honeymoon. <laughs>